Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. hot outside but we're back though welcome to back to the classics the cinematic movie podcast that takes you back to the iconic films of 20 years ago i am your guy jay alonzo with me is my boy i'm back yeah you know who it is it's your boy k williams where the hell you been man back in the flesh uh here there everywhere man I, you know took a little trip to skull island real quick and word eh eh I had to leave. I saw the giant spider, so I was out. Is it, Bounce. Whoa, it, it, it's an end for you? The movie was like, it's just, just an end? Yeah, I mean, the action was dope. But I think they could have came better with the writing. Okay. All right. Understandably so. I, I I felt like the movie had, like, really shitty character development. I thought, you know, everybody that was on Skull Island was literally there to be either eaten or killed by King Kong. Yeah, like nobody literally. had a backstory except maybe Sam Jackson, but even his is like kind of goofy. So it's like when Kong is on, when, when Kong is doing this thing and he's smashing shit up, that shit is beautiful, and it definitely gets me excited for um, uh, Kong versus Godzilla in twenty twenty. Indeed, but, indeed. But besides that, I mean, the movie was okay. I don't want to say it sucks. It didn't suck. It, it just, eh, you're right. It was an eh, eh, eh. yeah. Well, yeah, see, I'm taking my <laughs> I'm taking my daughter to go see um, Beauty and the Beast this weekend, so okay, that should be fun. Okay, let me know how that rolls. I I love the cartoon, so I'm always skeptic on these live action movies they making. Well, you know what, I was too for a long period of time, but then I ended up kind of you know kind of drinking the Kool Aid a little bit because when I heard of. Um, like Maleficent and all that. I was like, I have absolutely no interest in seeing this. But I, I saw Maleficent and I was right. It fucking sucked. However, yep. when Cinderella came around, I, I just, I, and to this day, I still haven't seen it. But the Jungle Book followed. And when I saw Jungle Book, I became a believer. Like, I fucking love the Jungle Book. And so, really? Yeah, dude. Like, they shot the whole damn thing is green screen. The whole movie is a CGI porn shoot. Like, seriously, the only thing that's really there is the kid. Everything else is all computer. 
Of course. You know? And- you, I, I mean, I actually liked... Uh, what's that movie they did that, that was like uh, Frozen? Um, the Huntsman? Yeah, uh, Snow White and the Huntsman. Another trash Snow, movie. Snow White and the Huntsman. Yeah. I no, 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 no. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Take it back. Take it back. It was uh, um, it's a uh, Huntsman's Winter's War, the sequel. Trash. Yeah, I, I honestly like the action out of it. Nah, I just don't like these live action Disney movies they making, bro. See, well, you know, you know, like they they not hitting me. You're not looking forward to uh, the Lion King that's coming up. Definitely not. With James yeah, Earl back as Mufasa, so I'm gonna go see it, man. I look, James Earl has always been Mufasa. Okay. <laughs> But I, I don't know how this live action is going to be, bro. I, I'm really not looking forward to it. You know what? We'll talk off off air later on. I feel like you're talking blasphemous right now. Moving on. The movie that, that we're going to do today is special to, to me, you know, as a Jim Carrey fan, right? But before we get into that, mm-hmm. let's get into two-minute drill. I got my questions ready. Do you? Um... Maybe. I mean, it depends on what you define as questions, but of course I got mine. <laughs> think what, I, what I define as questions, a question would be like, I don't know, something that you would like to know, and in return you get a legit answer. That's usually what a question is. Oh, you you just, why, why don't you say it straight? Why don't you just be like, I want to know if you did your homework and you watched the movie. Because I don't want to doubt you. I mean, you're my guy. I, I don't want to put you in that position to where you got you have to lie to me. You know, what kind of friend would I be? <laughs> I'm ready, bro. Let's go ahead and get it going. Let's get it going. Two-minute drill starts now. What did Fletcher discover on his car when he picked it up from Inpound? A scratch on the passenger side door. Correct, Front sir. Door. All right. Uh, Max wanted to play who in baseball with his dad? Nomo. There you go. Hey. <laughs> All right. Uh, what advice did Fletcher give his client over the phone? <laughs> Stop breaking the law, asshole. <laughs> okay. Correct. Uh, what was Jerry's occupation? Hmm. He wasn't a doctor, but he's in the hospitality field. Did he run a hospital? You said, did he what? He ran a hospital, right? He was a hospital administrator. I think we'll give you that. We'll give you Is that. Is that cool? Is that good? Hey. Yeah, hospital administrator. Hey. Yep. All right, we got 50 seconds. That, that's good for the team. 50 seconds. Who is Mrs. Cole's lover? Uh, Was it her tennis coach? If you can give me a name, that would be great. Oh, you need a name? A name. Oh, I can't give you the name. <clears throat> I got You got that one. Kenneth Falk. <laughs> okay. Okay. What was Jim's assistant's name? Oh, Greta. <laughs> that's the that's the homie Shout right there. Shout out to all the Aunt Gretas out there that's in the, the world. That's the old homie. All right, 10 seconds. Um, Who plays Jerry? Four. Oh, three. his real name? Yep. Oh, yeah. You got that one. And, all right. So uh, the answer to that is actually um, Carrie Ells. Elvis. 
Elvis. I'm sure I'm saying his name wrong, but that's who plays Jerry in this movie. Okay. Yeah. So uh, today I didn't take uh, any score because I'm just fucking lazy. So I didn't take any score. But I do. But you definitely won. I definitely won because you missed two. So I'm going to go ahead and take the W. You can have this L. Serve it up nice and cold for you. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) For those of you who don't know what movie we're talking about, we're taking it back to March of 1997 with the Jim Carrey classic comedy, Liar, Liar. When was the first time you've seen this movie? I cannot lie! <laughs> this, is one of my, this is a hilarious movie, bro. <laughs> you know, with this movie, this movie, you can definitely tell it was like the new wave of Jim Carrey movies, Jim Carrey comedies that are more like grounded to where he's he's still the animated cartoon that he is, but he's he's playing a a real life person, you know, an an actual person, a regular dude. He's he's not playing, Mm -hmm. he's not Ace Ventura with the crazy hair. He's not, he's not uh, uh, um, a cable guy, which I think stalking people like the movie he did before. Right, right. Exactly, exactly. So, uh, when was the first time you seen Liar Liar? Uh, first time I saw Liar Liar was actually when it hit DVD. I mean, when it hit uh, VHS. That that was one of the movies in my dad's movie collection. Right. So, I was still pretty young. I was what, 16, 15. I was fifteen when this movie came out hmm. on VHS. Hmm. So that was the first time I watched it. And I probably watched it twice and put it down and was like, all right, I'm good. <laughs> I've seen it enough. Yeah, I, I definitely can't say that this is one of my favorite Jim Carrey movies, but it's def- definitely the one of the more memorable ones. I watched it last night again, and, it, you know, some of the jokes, though they're kind of dated, but overall, you know, the movie still gives me a nice, good chuckle. So, yeah, mm-hmm. liar, liar. So, Liar Liar, original release date March 21st, 1997, shares the opening weekend with Salina, anything for Salinas, uh, box office total, $302.7 million on a production budget of $45 million. They came up. Hold on. They started out making this at $45 million? Production budget was $45 million, making $302.7 million. Three hundred and two of them things. Man, I I just want a dollar. <laughs> this movie. Right. Let me just let me just get twenty two hundred and fifty k. Let me just pay off Sally May. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> this movie currently holds a eighty one percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Well deserved. Woo! Still doing it big. Well deserved. Twenty years ago. It is. It is cuz you could still get some good get some good laughs out of this movie currently. Oh yeah. Way better than you could with uh what was the movie we did? Um Booty Call. Right. Well, it- Booty Call was good for its time, but now up, you know, nowadays when watching it, we couldn't get as many laughs as we could back in in 97. <laughs> but this movie, you can still watch this movie and get just the same amount of laughs out of this movie that you could back when it first came out. Yeah, but it, what, what makes it better is that <clears throat> what makes it better is that you know, like like a lot of movies that Jim Carrey did back in, you know back in the day, like a Dumb and Dumber or The Mask or and all that type of stuff. The 
the humor back in the day you didn't get. You know, Jim Carrey's main source of humor to us when we were younger was physical. When he throws himself against walls and he uh, shapes his face to be weird looking and all that stuff. Like, that's what we we found as kids to be funny. But then as you get older and then the jokes, you know, makes more sense now. You know, now, that, now that you're an adult you, you, and, and you get what he's saying, this movie is 20 times funnier now that you understand every joke. You, you know what I mean? Yeah, definitely, definitely. Yeah, I felt the same. I felt the so same I got a Dumb question for you. What was your favorite Jim Carrey movie? That's hard. I don't think I have. Damn, that's hard. If I, uh, you know what? <clears throat> if I had a gun to my head, I would say I couldn't give you just one. I would give you my top three, and my top three would okay. My top three would be, um. Ace Ventura 2, um, Cable Guy, and Dumb and Dumber. Those would be my three. Those would be your three? Yeah, definitely. Interesting, interesting. Yeah. I think for me, my one of my favorite Jim Carrey movies would definitely have to be Lemony Snicket, <laughs> Series of Unfortunate Events. I haven't seen that movie in forever, um, man. That was one of my favorite joints. Uh, Mr. Popper's Penguins. I love that movie. That's one of your favorites? That is one of my favorites, bro. Uh, That's one of my favorites. Uh, and then Bruce Almighty. Bruce Almighty was a good one. And I also want to throw, uh, as an honorable mention, uh, The Mask. And we can throw in um, uh, Man on the Moon, The Truman Show. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Uh, me, myself, me, and myself, Irene. And Irene. Uh, How the Grinch stole Christmas. The Grinch, he was a great Grinch. It, I even, you know, I, I didn't mind him as the Riddler in Batman Forever, in the overall shit movie. He's he's a standout. So he did good as uh, playing the Riddler. Yeah. So let's get into this thing. Liar, liar. We're here at twenty years now. It's crazy that liar, liar came out twenty years ago, but it's it's crazy. I, I remember when this movie opens, and uh, you know after the Universal logo the imagine entertainment logo and as they're you know they're showing the opening credits this super annoying voice always popped up and she goes w-o-r-k <laughs> work <laughs> <laughs> and, I was, and even as a kid i'm like i would hate for that to be my fucking teacher oh my god she's just way too happy extremely yeah extremely but i like the way it opened up i love the way it opened up with the kids saying what their parents' occupation was. And then Max just totally just throws, kid, throws his dad on the bus. Exactly. <laughs> Max threw him under the bus like, yeah, he's a liar. Whoa, whoa, <laughs> she means, a liar? what? A liar? What does he do? <laughs> oh, he's a lawyer. He was <laughs> like, yeah, whatever. <laughs> so they present Fletcher Reed, played by Jim Carrey, uh, as this, you know, sleek, you know, fast-talking um, guy who... He'll manipulate the system, uh, but he is a lawyer, you know, you know, searching to make partner, and uh, this new case could be the uh, the case that he needs to uh, to make partner. But unfortunately, you know, the case kind of comes at a high price. <laughs> we, okay, so when you first see Jim Carrey, right, and he's walking through the uh, no, he's actually leaving the uh, he's, he's leaving the courthouse after after a case. And he's just lying his ass off in the, in the opening credits. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And 
and I, I don't want to jump over too much, but fast forward to when Max actually makes the wish, right? And when he ma- right. and when he makes the wish, like instantly after he sleeps with uh, Miranda, the, the manager, we'll get to her in a second. Uh, the very first thing that comes out of his mouth is the cold hard truth, right? And so you take the same scene that he did earlier in the movie, walking through the um, walking through the, uh, the the firm, lining everybody, lining it up, talking about you know the, the the fat coworker, the chick with the weird hairstyle, you know. And then it's almost <laughs> like he gets back to the office, and he's giving everybody cold hard truth, and that is by far one of my favorite scenes in this movie <laughs> like when he walks through and um the car goes uh what's up fletcher your cholesterol fatty <laughs> from then on like he, I mean, he everybody can get it i love that scene so and i think that's what makes this movie a memorable movie because everybody he talked to can get it yes Everybody, the receptionist. How do you like my color? Well, whatever takes away from your face. Dang, <laughs> whatever yeah, takes really? the focus off your head. Um. All right. So, getting back to the story itself. So, we meet Audrey. Um. That's uh, Fletcher's ex-wife. Uh. And we also see uh, Jerry, played by uh, Carrie Ellis. Uh. Shout out to all the Princess Bride fans out there. Something like that dude never ages. He's always been the same. He gets fat, but he doesn't really age. Right. Yeah, but he's he done some good shit, though. Robin Hood, Men in Tights, The First Saw. Um, that's all I can think of right now. Dang, but he does he good was shit, in The First Saw, wasn't he? Yeah. Hey, I forgot about it. I ain't seen The First Saw in, since it came out. <laughs> so we get to the scene when Fletcher is meeting with Miranda... And uh, what's her name? Mrs. Cole, Jennifer Tilly, right? Uh-huh. Now, first off, shout out to Jennifer Tilly because she can always get it. <laughs> I am her number one fan. I've been in love with that woman since the beginning. And even though she got a little thicker, not fat, thicker. Thicker? When she started doing Bride of Chucky, boy, she still can get it. Thicker. Continue. Uh, okay. Um. All right. Um. So they're setting up this case, right? And Jennifer Tilly is the the cheating, you know, soon to be ex wife of Mr. Cole. But it's crazy how, you know, this is one of those moments when you're younger and you're watching this movie and you don't really pick up on the fact it was actually taking place, like in this scene, right? So right. So you watch it again. It's like, wait a minute. Like we're talking about, she was driven into committing, you know an act of indiscretion, which we later find out it's seven acts of indiscretion. I was hoping you was going to say that. Cause I definitely was about to interject <laughs> like, uh, uh seven, seven. She was out there. Thought, seven thought and acts. Uh, she was, but I love this scene as well because you get another It's it's died down, but it's definitely like a classic Jim Carrey monologue. Like, uh, um, uh, uh, wake up, uh, Mrs. Cole. It's not about you. This is about all women. Where would Tina Turner be if she rolled over and said, hit me again, Ike, and put some stank on it? I fucking <laughs> died at that scene. You know what I'm saying? Hey, hey, why he have to say she was rolling down a river, though? He was like, <laughs> she wouldn't be rolling down a river, would she? No, listen, like the, the rolling down a river part, that's funny. But when he says, hit me again, Ike, and put some stank on it, dude, it hurt to laugh so hard, honestly. 
Bro, it was a good. It was a good joke. I want to know if that was improv or if that was written, because to me it seemed improv. <coughs> it wouldn't shock me if it was improv. I mean, can you imagine being on a set with Jim Carrey and he's and he's allowed to do whatever the hell he wants to? Man, I know it'd be a funny day every time you go to work. Oh my god! So Fletcher takes the case. Um, takes the case. Uh, at this time, he, he's already promised Max for his birthday. He was gonna take him to some wrestling event. Clearly, that was bullshit. He didn't even buy him a present. But um, Max and Fletcher, they still hang out. He's up all night working on the case. And um, the scene was cool because as a father, you know, he does his absolute best. Like, I was talking to Los about this movie the other day, and he made a very valid point. Like, nobody seems to, to see how crucial Fletcher's job truly is. You know, he's looked at as a, as a piece of shit father. Hey, hey, it kind of goes into that double standard. Like, it's definitely a double standard. He's, he's working hard to provide for his child, but he's looked as piece of shit because he does not see his child. But if he isn't working and he's seeing his child, then he's still looked at as a piece of shit because he's not taking care of his child. Right. So, you know, it's one of those double standards that's speaking to life. <laughs> yeah, so... Uh, Greta, shout out to Greta. She's one of the coolest secretaries ever. She got Max a gift. Let me say something. I have never got a gift from neither parent and have been overwhelmingly, you know, joyous like that. I mean, I've got some cool shit. You know, don't, don't get me wrong. But the way Max lights up when he when he sees that glove and a ball and I'm thinking a jersey in there as well. You baseball stuff. I've never been that excited ever. Cool, Dad. Can we play? <laughs> you can be Nomo. Yeah, I'll be Jose I've never Canseco. had a gift that excited me like that. Nah, 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 that, nah. <laughs> Not reality. No. Not at all. <laughs> um, and it's crazy because even Max, who you know obviously has a, a huge bond with his father, um, you know he gets let down pretty easily. You know after he you know he gives uh, Max his his birthday gift, and then he's so hyped to go play, but he, he's working on the. Uh, on the case, so Max immediately drops his face in sorrow and walks away with his stuff. Right. And then, here you come, birthday party time. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jerry tells uh, Audrey, which is uh, Jim Carrey's ex-wife, that she wants to go ahead and he wants to he wants to have her move to Boston with him. She's like, alright, you know, I'll think about it. Whatever. <laughs> And then she tells Fletcher that they need to talk at, at the birthday party. And what does Fletcher do? Now, this this did make Fletcher a piece of shit dad. Did it? Because I, I felt like I felt like Miranda set party. him up for that. You know? and, and She did. But he could have stopped it. Come on, man. This is your child's birthday party. Your child is turning five on this birthday party. Mm. And you, instead of going to the birthday party... You're thinking for yourself and your job, and you smashed the boss. Yes. But, I would have smashed her after the birthday party. I'm like, listen, See, listen, I'm, I'm going to do what I got to go do. priorities was messed I'm up. Come right back. <laughs> we go jump off, okay? And get it popping. There you go. But don't just unplug the go. phone and talk to my kid. Shit. Right. You straight unplug the phone on your son. Like, come on, man. You know what's funny? It's limits. It's limits. I have one of my notes says uh Fletcher's boss is a hoe. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. I, she she was. I was trying to sugarcoat it, but if Fletcher already called her a slut, who am I to say she's not a hoe? You know what I'm saying? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So so, so you go uh you got Max missing out on the birthday party. He find out that uh his dad's not coming. Of course that makes him sad and then what does he do? Just like a kid, man. I wish I wish my dad wouldn't lie. For one day. And his wish came true. For one day. First off, what kid would say for twenty four hours? Yeah, I mean back in the day when for you were five, twenty four hours is a long fucking time. Right. For one day I wish my dad couldn't tell a lie. At eight fifteen PM. And then literally we cut back to Fletcher and Miranda. I'm assuming on a company couch or some shit. And she goes, was it good for mm-hmm. you? And the first thing out of his mouth, I've had better. Whoa. <laughs> it was, I think it was the way he said it, though. He was like, I've had better. <laughs> like, he extended it long. <laughs> so she kicks him out, and he's all like, I've had better? And so all morning, he's getting ready to, you know, to go to work. And he's literally re- repeating the same shit to the point, like, it, it, it's amusing him. Like, I really said that? Oh, damn. So he's he's leaving, and uh, we see uh, the chick in the elevator, and this tr- <laughs> the new tenant, the new tenant, yeah. <laughs> so the truth start coming out left and right. He can't even control himself at this point. He, he gets sucker punched. Uh, <laughs> he gets sucker punched Bruh, by the chick. It was it was it was because he went over the top with it. He was like, she was like, you know, everybody in this building is real nice. He said, yeah, it's probably because he got huge jugs. I mean, it moves <laughs> just went I mean, down there. I want to squeeze him. <gasps> Mama. <laughs> I mean, mommy. <laughs> I think he wouldn't have got smacked if he would have did the mama part. If he wouldn't have did that mama and started sucking, <laughs> I mean, he wouldn't have got smacked. Talk about truth to the ass. So, so he gets to the office, and this when he goes off on the entire staff, right? He sees the fat dude. What's up, Fletcher? Your cholesterol. He sees... Uh, uh, the chick with, with the weird hairstyle, like, hey, you like my new dress? Whatever, take the focus off your head. Um, he sees uh, the dude with, with the weird um, mole or hair bump, whatever, whatever. The, something's on his face that looks really gross. No, no, it was uh, before him. It was the guy that he could never remember his name. Oh, yeah, you're not important enough to remember. And then, and then it was uh, the guy that takes order the food orders, and he had a pimple on his nose. Mm-hmm. That's what it was. He couldn't. He couldn't take that focus off the pimple because it looked like it was ready to pop. Uh, at this point, he feel like something's just off, right? He uh, he's trying to get a, a, a continuance uh, in the uh, in the case with with Mrs. Cole, but you know, obviously <clears throat> they're looking to settle soon. Um, he manages to get back to the office to pretty much battle himself, right? So he pick- <laughs> yeah, he spazzed out in the office. So he picks up a pen. Telling himself, the pen is red, <clears throat> but the pen is blue, right? Mm-hmm. No matter what he's trying to do, he can't get the lie out, right? So he has this full-blown fight with himself, and he comes up, and his whole face is just blue. <laughs> with the words blue written all over his face. The pen is blue. Crazy. The goddamn now, now, pen is that, blue! What did that make you think of? What did that make you think of when the pen wrote on him? Um, I don't know. Did it make you think of anything? A certain movie it, or a to certain... To me, it looked like... No, a certain thing. To me, 
when his pen took control, it looked like his alternate his alternate creation, the claw, took over. Yeah. The the little the hand movement that he does with his son. Yeah, yeah. It definitely came to life. That is true. With that pen. That is true. Okay. I'll give you that. All right, so you got him spazzing out in the office. And uh, Greta asks him, is he okay? He's telling her he can't lie. And I believe this is also the moment when Greta leaves. Yes, an- she another asked classic him, moment. Uh, she asked, yeah, she asked him uh, about uh, her pay increase, her raise. And he said, I was too cheap. I bought a $900 suit. I'm on my knees. Don't leave. And she said, because of lawyers like you, I'll never forget this. She said, because of lawyers like you, a friend of mine. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The house got robbed. The crook fell through the ceiling and a knife stabbed him in the leg. And she had to pay the crook $6,000. His response was, I'd have got him too. <laughs> I'm like, oh, you're a dick. You are a dick for that one, right? You you can't you can't you can't make that up, bro. Like you would have got it. Yeah, yeah. I'm leaving. But 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 but, even, right, so then, but uh, even the small stuff though, like even the small stuff when she showed him the um the uh the, the picture frame, and she goes, I remember when you bought me this picture frame from Tiffany's. Tiffany's and the camera cuts back to uh, Fletcher. And he got the most sourest face, like garage sales. Tiffany bar down from ten. <laughs> like, oh, Fletcher, you ain't shit, man. You are shit. He ain't shit, bro. <laughs> he ain't shit. I'll give so, him a raise. Uh, he also gets a phone call. He gets that phone call from Audrey. Like, are you still picking up Max from school? He was like, uh, No, I can't lie. You know, she's like, what happened to you yesterday? He was like, I was having sex with my boss. <laughs> she hangs up. And he was like, don't leave. I'm on the way. And what happens to him on the way? On the, uh, on the way, yeah, he, pulled he gets over. pulled over. In which he confesses and everything he, he his list, <laughs> bruh, his list was long. And them parking tickets was stacked. <laughs> and he ended up getting his car uh, towed. And who comes out to bail him out? Audrey, I I, I actually call bullshit because in real life, if you pull if you got pulled over right and you just named out everything you just did, not to mention you'll be in a glove compartment and at least forty damn tickets pop out, you're getting cuffed for that and the call and the car's getting towed. You know, I was thinking about that, but at the same time, he is white. The cop was white, so that would have happened. You know, white privilege. I was thinking that because he admitted to everything. They was like, we'll just take your car and give you a ticket. That's what I was thinking. I was like, all right, well, he at least gave me, you know, the respect that he knew what he did and he admitted to it. I don't think they would have took him in. I think they did right by, you know, taking the car. But I mean, you know, who kn- that that's in the 90s, too. So <laughs> things were a lot different. different. Back then. <laughs> <laughs> right. It was a lot different. So, um, so, uh, he gets his car towed. Uh, he calls Audrey. 
No, he, correction. He uh, he pulls up to the house where Audrey was waiting on him, and uh, she notices. Well, where's your car? So I don't know any ex-wife that would do this, but a shout to her because she would. She goes and gets his car right. back. Well, well, at the same time, they had a good relationship. That is true. That is true. You got a good relationship with your ex. They just may. <laughs> so, at this point, once, uh, oh, first of all, once uh, Audrey tells Fletcher how much uh, she paid for the car, he goes, well, how do you sleep at night to the guy and steals his, uh, his, his, his uh, car freshener as, like, payback and shit? But at the same time, mm-hmm. Fletcher's car comes around the corner. This scene is crazy because... I don't care what situation we're in. If my car gets impounded and then I knew for a fact when you took it from me, it had no scratch on it. You hit the corner the way you doing my shit and I see a scratch on my shit. We have a problem, bro. A major problem. Bruh, bruh, you need to buff that scratch out right now. Right now. Right now. Or are we throwing hands all up and down this damn junkyard? Hey, but you know what's crazy is the response that he got from the guy. Oh, you've been here before, huh? <laughs> nah, man, we fighting. I don't care. We're fighting. <laughs> but um, uh, Max, I'm mean, sorry, not Max. Audrey tells Fletcher before just before she she leaves that Max made a wish that he couldn't tell a lot of twenty four hours, and then Fletcher manages to make it all click. Like that's what happened. I can't lie because my son wished me not to. So. I, I thought it was kind of weird because you realize that the producers of the movie or the, or the writers or directors for that matter, they don't necessarily explain how the wish came true. You, you get what I'm saying? I think for time He really wise, meant it. He wished upon a star. It was nighttime. The stars were out. The window was open. He wished upon a star. No, he actually blew his candles, but whatever, whatever. No, that didn't work. No. Hey, I tried. I tried. <laughs> <laughs> so Fletcher is attempting to uh, have Max unwish the the wish so he has the ability ability to lie again and he bring you know he brings max out he does the whole thing max for the first time does it he blows it out and then he tries to uh i, I wish i knew what he says to the chick to see if it worked and he ended up getting smacked pretty gruesomely from the chick so it was at this point that you know max tells fletcher well, the first time I did it, I did it because I meant it. This time I did it, I only, I only did it because you told me to. That's honesty for your ass. Hey, that's real. <laughs> that's honesty. Right. Can't be mad at Max. He kept it real. You got uh, Jim Carrey. First off, I'm mad at Jim Carrey because he wasted this big cake. Okay? He didn't give it to the class. That was some selfish shit. It was selfish. <laughs> he had that big cake. He just smashed with his hands. And, you know, he, he goes back to the office. This is actually when Greta left him. When he went back to the office is when Greta left right. him. And then then he gets confronted by Miranda and she asks him, what did he think of his other partner, the head partner? Right. And she he told him. And she was like, great, because you're going to tell him that. And so she took him up to the board. And she tried to put him on front. She tried to shave like, him. You yeah, know. she tried to shave him. Right. She she tried to. She was like, Fletcher was just telling me what he thought about you. So he went on ahead and told him 
And by everybody's surprise, the head boss loves a good roast. So he started going in on everybody. <laughs> yes. He went in on the whole board and ended it with Miranda as a slut. He was a loser. <laughs> Degenerate. Wimp. Slut. <laughs> uh, so after that, they go ahead and go to court. And now they're in court. And he's trying to lie, but he can't. And he is failing horribly. And horribly. Losing. He's losing this case, bro. Horribly. He was losing the case. And uh, he he asked for, you know, a bathroom break <laughs> because uh, he, I, I don't know, his he even though he can't tell a lie, I swear it sounded like a lie. When he told the judge that if he doesn't use the bathroom, you can have erectile dysfunction and prostate issues. I mean, it sounded real, but it sounded like, bro, I just made that up on the spot. But then again, it sounded like he knew his shit, though, like, huh. Maybe I should go, like he convinced the, right the way he said it made him sound like he knew his shit. He convinced the judge, so he goes piss. in the bathroom. <laughs> right, he convinced the judge. Like shit, and he goes in the bathroom and he beats the brakes off himself. <laughs> he beat the brakes off himself. I mean, that's like classic, and, classic carry right there. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I agree, I agree. That that low key looked like he took it back to in living color with that. Right, right. And the dude walks in the bathroom. Sees him beating the shit out of himself. And dude goes, what the hell are you doing? And he's all ripped up, bleeding. He goes, uh, I'm kicking my ass. Do you mind? Love that scene. <laughs> Love that scene. It's a great scene. Bruh. And then uh, he goes back to court. The judge asks him what happened. He said he got beat up, <laughs> which was the truth. And he said, do, do he know the guy? He was like, describe him. And he described himself, which I, I'm surprised nobody caught. I caught that. He described I himself. I totally caught that. <laughs> like, you know, big teeth kind of gangly. And I'm, like, that's you. <laughs> right. <laughs> and then uh, he ends up uh, continuing the case. And then after, while he's continuing the case, uh, Jennifer Tilly tells him her actual age. And I think she said she was what thirty one. Oh wait a minute! Wait, 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 wait! We're going too far. He he took a, he took a short recess after um, the judge, you know, sends the the bailiff to pretty much look for Jim Carrey. But oh he took yeah, a recess. I didn't put the uh, the quick recess in my notes. Right. So this is when we we see uh, Kenneth fall because uh, just before that they played the tape that the PI had found on on Mrs. Cole and, and Kenneth, and it sounds like some hot rough. Rough sex going on to like a lot of barking and shit's going on. And uh yeah. Jennifer Tilly she was getting as in. gorgeous as she is, has the most annoying voice. Good God. I am just gonna put that I out agree. There. But her her voice ain't as annoying as what's her name? Fran Drescher? Oh yeah. I'm 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 not gonna disagree with that. I'm not gonna fight you on that one. <laughs> so Yeah. So uh this is when uh Fletcher gets introduced to Kenneth uh, through Mrs. Cole, and um, basically going over the plan of how to actually win this. And when Kenneth goes, uh, oh, so all we got to do is lie. That should be easy. Like, doesn't it? So when he calls uh, Kenneth to the stand, I love this scene because he was basically having him admit to it without actually having him admit to it because his own conscience was fucking with him. Mm-hmm. And he goes, uh, 
was your relationship with Mrs. Cole strictly platonic? I object to yourself. Yep. I just want to rephrase the question. <laughs> <laughs> Love that scene. But but he managed to uh, get him to admit that, yes, he's been fucking, he's been fucking Mrs. Cole. And uh, he said, uh, you slammed her. You gave her dog a snossage. You stuffed her like a Thanksgiving turkey. And then he just admits to the whole <laughs> shit. <laughs> Bruh, why he do the turkey move like that? <laughs> yes. 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 Oh, my God. Yes, six minutes of you saw it, did you? Did you? Liar! He's bad than the witness. It's his witness. Oh, shit. I love that scene, bro. I love that scene. So, um, at this point, uh, they call... Oh, yeah, yeah, uh, back to your point. Um, Fletcher d- discovers... Mrs. Cole's actual age. What was her age? Wasn't it 31? I think she was 31 at the time, which which means she yeah. was 17 when she got married. Yeah, so he, he took her age. Mm-hmm. He thought about it. He went back to her driver's license. He put her on the stand, and he started talking facts. Right. And this is how he wins the case. He, he asked her her age. She said 31. He said, what was the age on? He said, what year were you born on your birth certificate? And then he went to her driver's license and he said at the time they got married, she was 17, which means all contracts are null and void because she was under the age unless she had consent of an adult. He wins the case. The partners go crazy. We see the ugly side of Jennifer Tilly. The ugly side side of divorce as a whole. Divorce as a whole. You're right. The judge asks, uh, was there a settlement? For the custody, and they both said yes. Uh, the custody was 50 50 joint, and she was supposed to get like $2.5 million. Uh, but since she won, it was $11.3 million. Mm-hmm. And she wants to be a thirsty trick and go for the gold. She wants all, she don't want to do split nothing, she wants all the money and keep them from the kids. Making it pay. And this, at this moment, exactly. And at this moment, Fletcher has a realization. You ain't shit. This is a good dad. You won off of technicality. Mm-hmm. He quits, pretty much. I, that was the moment he quit. Partners was like, great. We're glad to have you as a partner. He's like, nah, I'm good. I'm out. I got to go get my son. He's about to be on a plane. Exactly. And he heads to the airport. Well, wait a minute. Um, no. He, gets, he goes crazy. He, gets, he goes yeah, crazy. On the judge. On the judge. He, on the judge. He holds himself in contempt of court. Mm. He's supposed to play Jose Canseco. <laughs> and he goes to jail. But. He called Audrey. Audrey was like, we out. We leaving. And he called Greta, and Greta bailed that ass No, no, out. he didn't call Greta. Greta found out that he was locked up from one of the other uh, secretaries. From one of the other secretaries. Right, so, so yep. she went over that's there, right. and she got him out, which was like, once again, Greta, that's the homie, man, for real. She, she just may actually be my, my That Chick Award. Um, so he finds his way. Oh, oh. most definitely. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> He finds his way to um, to the airport to try to catch uh, Max and Audrey before they leave, which is, in this scene, though funny, in real life, no, this one, this wouldn't work. But he manages to hijack Definitely. the uh, the stairs for the uh, for the plane, chasing down the plane. Um, 
I didn't even realize that these stairs can go as fast as a plane can go. I never knew that. Yeah, I I didn't notice that. I mean, I noticed it in the movie, and I was like, I don't think that's real. No. I think they had the plane slowed down so he can speed past it. Right, exactly. So uh, to get the plane to stop, he, he finds he, he finds where Max and, and Audrey are sitting at. So he gets the plane to stop by throwing a shoe at it, and they stop the plane. First off, let's stop right there. How the hell his shoe make it up that high? And all that damn at blowing that air and shit? Come on, man. Exactly, exactly. Continue, continue. Uh, yeah, it's a movie. <laughs> so uh, the the flight of stairs crashes into uh, uh, um, was like a like another carrier for luggage or something like that, and he manages to break both of his legs in the process. Well, the flight of stairs hit the barrier. It hit a barrier and flew him. It it threw him into a uh, into all those baggage bags. Right, right. And that's when he broke uh, yeah. both his legs. Nobody really spoke about his jail time on that one. You know what's funny? We're, we're kind of made to believe he didn't go to jail. Even though in, in this situation, you would most definitely go to jail. But I, I did yeah. read, it's, it's not my takeaways, but not, not my takeaways, not, it's not my quick hits, but I did read somewhere that uh, the original script had Fletcher going to jail and Audrey and Max going to visit him in jail. Mm. Right. I think that would have been dope. Uh, nah, nah, nah. No, jail's a, a so? sensitive. I think it would have been. Yeah, but I think it would have been a dope scene for Jim Carrey. You know, they visit him and then they show like a cellmate or somebody he talks to in jail. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Walking past him while he's talking to the kids. Like, I can see that as a Jim Carrey scene. Yeah, yeah. I give you that. Um, so Max. And Fletcher have a a really sweet heart to heart, you know. Um, Fletcher realizes that you know he, he's fucked up as a dad. You know he's letting Max know I'm always gonna be here for you. Yada 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 yada. And when you cut to the next scene, I believe it's a year later, Max's next birthday. But now you got Max there, Fletcher's there, Audrey's there, and they're looking like they're working some stuff out. And um, when he blows out his candles, the lights go out in typical 90s form. And I don't know why the son called out to him because he's, he's in the exact same room as them. But whatever, you know, whatever. Yeah, I didn't understand that, especially with the lights being on in the background, like in the, in the living room. Like you didn't see them leave. He blew out the candles and those were the only lights that illuminated that room. What's <laughs> stop. Like, you know, like you didn't see them leave. Why is that when you blow out the the candle, all the lights in the house go out? But whatever. Um, so this is what we see. Uh, we see Fletcher and Audrey. They're kissing. And uh, he goes, well, did you wish for me and Mom to get back together? And he goes, no, I wish for rollerblades. And then they end the movie with the lovable claw that I've always tried to do when I first saw the movie. Yeah, I never tried the claw. I've tried the claw. All right, so listen. We got didn't work out too well. No, 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 it didn't. It didn't. But that's the movie. That's Liar Liar <laughs> 20 years later. Oh my god. Okay, what is Liar Liar Pants on Fire? What is your overall opinion about this movie? Man, I love this movie. <clears throat> you know, after you watch so many movies, it's good to watch a good classic that can still make you smile, laugh, and be excited to watch. Right. 
Absolutely. I, you, so, you know what? Um, I, I, this is definitely back in my repertoire. For me, it's definitely a movie that that has that repeat viewing. You know, like I said, it's one of those one of those movies that you you can kind of tell that that was going to be the new direction that Jim Carrey was, was going to go down. Instead of, instead of doing the crazy, kooky characters, he'd still be crazy and kooky, but he's going to be really grounded in reality. So I think this character, mm-hmm. though he's he's insane, you know, he's a lawyer. You know, he, he's, you know, he, he could possibly, possibly be emulating what actual lawyers go through in real life. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. All right, so let's get into takeaways. Who's getting your That Guy Award? Let's get into it. That guy is definitely going to be Fletcher, hands of down. Of course. Hands down. There wasn't no, no thought about it. All right. Uh, that Chick uh, Award. You already know, man. We had the same one. If, the, if, if, if yours is as mine, it's Greta. The homie, man. Because Greta held him down. The homie, man. Greta held him down. <laughs> you know, I need me a Greta in my Word life. Word up. Who's getting the uh, This Fool Award? This fool, yeah, Jerry. Well, Jerry well, is this. Jerry's fool. actually a nice guy. I mean, he is a nice guy, but you know, you you tried too hard. He tried too hard with uh with his little finger. He was trying to do as the claw. <laughs> so he he gets the fool award. Okay. I mean he he's a nice guy. You know, he really cared about Max and Audrey, but. Bruh, it wasn't meant to be. Okay. Uh, cut that out. Nothing. I wouldn't cut anything out, man. After he started lying, everything started moving quick. <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, and iconic scene. Uh, ooh, man, there's so many, bro. <laughs> uh, I mean, the police officer pulling him over, uh, him beating himself up in the bathroom, <laughs> I mean, I I got so many, bro. Like this whole movie is iconic. Okay, you know, fair enough. I'll take that one. Uh, for me, the that guy award is obviously gonna be Fletcher. That's our star, and that's that's who we got to run with on this movie. Uh, that chick award goes to Greta. I wish Greta was like my aunt. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like. That's the one who's going to hold you down when ain't nobody else going to hold you down. Like, I rock with Greta off top. Even when she found out mm-hmm. that Fletcher screwed her out of a bonus, she still held him down. But you know what's crazy? At the end of the movie, he said he was going to start his own firm. I bet you she'd be right there. Sure would. With her bonus. Sure would. Uh, this Fool Award. I was going to give it to uh, to Jerry, but I realized Jerry's a good guy. He's just, he's goofy. He's Magoo. Um, I'm gonna give it to uh, Miranda, the boss, because she played herself. I mentioned with that DJ Khaled. Congratulations, you played yourself. She <laughs> literally thought she, because Fletcher couldn't lie, she was gonna throw him throw him under the bus, to try to get him fired. Little did she know, the big boss happens to like to get roasted. Go fucking figure, right? Mm-hmm. So you still look like a chump. Uh, I'm with you. Uh, I wouldn't cut anything out. I think um, this movie's about an hour and 26 minutes long, and it's perfect. Perfect length. It flies by. So that's something that I really do appreciate. Uh, iconic scene for me. Yeah. Um, like you, I have, I have many, but if I had to you know, do one right now, it would be 
when he first discovers he can't lie. When he walks from outside, you know, from the homeless dude to when he walk when he's walking down the hallway at the firm and everybody's getting it. Everybody is getting it. That scene is iconic to me. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. So that was takeaways. Let's get into quick hits so we can wrap this show up. Um, we got some good stuff today with quick hits, man. There's some production facts that I really did not know. So let's do it. Uh, quick hits. When Fletcher literally beats himself up in the restroom, no sound effects were used. Those are really the sounds of Jim Carrey's head slamming against the urinal, floor, and walls. Bruh. Because them some hard hits. Yeah, especially Those were some hard hits in that, that scene. That toilet scene is... So my question to Jim Carrey is, how many Excedrin did you take after Oh, he, he, he practically OD'd on the bottle. For sure. Those were, that's why I had you read it over. I was like, maybe I misheard. No, him. no, you heard right. He, he beats his own ass pretty well. Jim Carrey declined the role of Dr. Evil in Austin Powers' International Man of Mystery so he could be committed to this film. Now, let's... Okay, in an alternate <laughs> universe, if Jim Carrey played Dr. Evil, well, that would have elevated the movie or brought it back? I, I think, it, I, all right, I'm going to be honest, bro. I think it would have brought it back. I kind of, I, kinda, I, I, I think feel the it same way. Took it down or not. I feel the same way. Because now that we're so used to seeing Mike Myers as Dr. Evil and as Austin Powers, I couldn't imagine nobody else playing that character but Mike Myers. Exactly. Exactly. So, I'm kind of glad he turned that down to focus on Liar Liar. Good for you, Jim. Good for you, Jim. Uh, When Fletcher is having the pen war in his office, he comes up from behind the desk with the word blue written all over his face. On his right-hand jaw side is written B.B. King amongst all of the blues. <laughs> I never noticed that. Oh, now I'm about to go back. I'm about to go back and watch it just to see if I can see that I've part. I've never noticed that. <laughs> uh, Jim Carrey was paid $20 million to make this movie. Well, that's pretty good. That, that was a salary at that, that time. That come up. That was salary at that time. Like, right. No matter what, you got to pay me that. Exactly that. <laughs> Uh, Steve Martin turned down the lead role in the, in this film due to scheduling conflicts with another film. Now, Steve Martin in Liar Liar. I don't think it would have went good. Nah. I don't think it would have made 302 mil. Nah. Steve Martin is funny in different, in a specific element. This ain't that element. That, and plus, Carrie brings box office gold at that time. You know, you, you stick his name on anything, people are going to see it. Exactly. I exactly. I feel like Steve Martin I, had the same. That wouldn't have yeah, worked out for Liar Liar. Steve Martin had the same love, but not at this time with, the, with the, the, the level of star quality that Jim Carrey was at. Tom Shadyak and Jim Carrey saw the film as a transition in their careers toward more grounded comedies. Told you. Yeah, you did say yeah. that. You did say yeah. that. You you just tell the vibe was much more relaxed. That's why you know it's still Jim Carrey being Jim Carrey, but it's, it's a, the tone is very relaxed. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's very it's very you know uh, realistic. And the last fact is, Carrie Elwes 
claims that people still come up to him all the time to do his version of the claw. That is genius. Hold on. People come up to him to do his version of the claw. Out of all things you've known this man to do, you do the claw. <laughs> I would yeah. I, I would I would at least came up to him and acted like Jigsaw. That's more relevant to me. <laughs> at least. That. Oh man, that's this is fun. Liar, liar. Happy birthday, twenty years ago. That was good. That was a good one. Made that movie live on forever. Yeah, I like that one. That's the show, man. K Williams, yeah. let the good people know where they can find you. Uh, on Facebook, I am on there as K A Y Williams. And on everything else, it's PHA1914. Holla at your boy. Dig it. You can find me on all the social medias just at I am Jay Alonzo. You talk to me and not talk back. The Back to the Classic Movie Talk group on Facebook is up and running. All you got to do is add yourself. Somebody will accept you. Come in and join the party. Stay for the conversation. Um, the new, all new Beat Network Online.com is now active. You can find links to all the content there as well as daily, hourly new post by the minute and that's it shout out to everybody here at beat network los kev lex truth we love all you guys are we got brand new writers now you guys are awesome as well thank you so much k we out of here man back to classics peace we out with the lucky land slots you can get lucky just about anywhere This is your captain speaking. Uh, We've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.